Hey, how's it going? This is the Zach Peters Podcast, and I am Zach, and I am also so glad that you've decided to listen or to watch this podcast. I hope it encourages you. I hope it inspires you. I hope it helps you grow personally and spiritually, and I hope you connect with it or with me on some level. We're talking about vision today. Vision. At 5 p.m. October 27th, 1915, in the Antarctic Sea, it was a very cold day. Crushed by an unrelenting ice pack, the ship Endurance was creaking, cracking, and deforming under the pressure of millions of tons of ice. Exhausted from days of keeping the ship from sinking, keeping the boilers running for the engine and for power, and pumping water out of the hull, the crew received the news that it was over. Abandoned ship. And the mission to cross the Antarctic continent was now a mission for survival before they even made it to land. Ernest Shackleton, explorer and leader of the expedition, faced the dilemma with a clear sense of purpose. The vision of grandeur and hard success of crossing the continent was replaced with a vision of rescue and survival. Ernest and his crew would chase that vision every day for almost two years until every member of the crew made it back safely to civilization. This is not a podcast about the endurance or about Ernest Shackleton or even the expedition as a whole, but about what helped Shackleton and the crew make it out alive. They had a vision, a vision, making it back to civilization that gave them hope, that focused their efforts, that gave them direction. Having a clear vision is powerful for church, for work, and even for your own family. So I want to talk about vision. What is vision? George Barna in The Power of Vision provides us a definition of vision that comprehensively summarizes what vision is from a Christian perspective. Vision for ministry is a clear mental image of a preferable future imparted by God to His chosen servants and is based on an accurate understanding of God, of self, and circumstances. In this definition, we we can see the components of revelation imparted by God, It's future-oriented, it's about tomorrow and the next day, and it has an awareness of the physical context. It's about understanding your problems and issues that face you in the moment. Before we look at those three things, let me just say this. Even though Barna is talking about church vision, I believe that all vision needs to have a good grounding in who God is and the unique plans that He may have for your life, for your family, and for your business. Uh, A vision has to start with God. This can come from Scripture, which is very literally God's Word. So never say God never tells you anything. Pick up the Bible and read it. It's words for you from Him for today and for tomorrow. It can come from a Christian-based culture that that produces certain Judeo-Christian ways of viewing life and thinking about things. Hopefully prayer is involved in, in, in making vision and finding vision. Maybe God has given someone great talent, great imagination to think about the future, to think about problems, sort of like having divine inspiration created inside your DNA. I could go on. For a church, vision starting with God is incredibly vital to the success of that congregation and in in that community and whatever it does. But even for other organizations, a vision based on who God is and what he has done can go a long way. Horst Schultz, uh, the co-founder and former president of the Ritz-Carlton Hotel, uh, he has a way of placing Christ-like service to others in the vision of his leadership. 
His vision injected into the groups that he helps lead and guide produces profit, produces results without sacrificing care for the customer or even for the employee. It's a vision of how to do business that's grounded in who Jesus was and what Jesus does. His vision for others and not for just profit changed the way that great companies think about customer service, think about customer relations, and think about how they take care of their employees. A life-giving vision must in some way be shaped by God through, through prayer, through speaking to Him, through listening to Him, through Scripture and meditation and, and being inspired by Him through your imagination and the very DNA of who you are. God will reveal a very clear image of the future that He wants us to pursue. Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. Uh, this verse is often used to talk about vision, but here you'll see that vision is translated as revelation, and that's an, an important distinction to make. Correct vision doesn't just come from you making something up. Correct vision comes from revelation from God. So where God is not revealing because the church is not seeking, there will be no restraint, there will be no wisdom. Mistakes will follow that process of creating a vision without God. That's that's why seeking God or setting a very, uh, very good spiritual foundation as a leader and as a church is so important. One cannot cast his or her vision and expect amazing things to happen just because you're chasing a vision, a generic vision, one that's not unique or special or created or helped found by God. True spiritual vision is revelation, and true revelation can only come from God. Vision is about the future. For the survivors and for Shackleton, the future of being saved and the, the future of being in civilization again gave them hope and it gave them a guiding framework for making choices. Everything they did was for a very specific uh, purpose to get them closer to home. If you have a good vision, then the way you make choices has to be funneled through the question does this action, does this thought, does this process, does this system help me get closer to accomplishing the vision that's in front of me? There's a scene in Apollo 13 where Tom Hanks' character, he has to navigate without the aid of instruments and computers to help correct the trajectory of the ship as it returns to Earth. There was a leak, and the leak was pushing the ship just enough off so that they would skip off the Earth's atmosphere and, and basically float off into space forever. And if he fails in his mission, he dies. And so he sets a mechanical crosshair on a point on Earth. And Earth was fixed in the future. It was a fixed point in the sky in front of them. It was a clear physical image of the end goal in a very literal way. And he uses a fixed point in the future to help guide the ship into the right trajectory to get them home. He pointed the spaceship and moved forward, guided by the image in the crosshairs. A vision helps us head in the right direction. It keeps us on the right road. It lets people know in your church, in your family, in, other, in your organization that everything we do is for getting to that place. It helps you get rid of distractions. It helps you know what you should and should not do. It helps you focus on the path in front of you and not getting distracted by things that don't matter. Shackleton was an experienced explorer of the Arctic region. He had been there before. He had set foot on the continent before. He had been around the ocean before. Uh, he had he'd been on other expeditions where, where he had to deal with 
the cold, had to deal with the radical weather changes, the dangerous currents, the ice. His vision for survival and rescue had embedded into it an understanding of the real dangers and conditions that they would face. His vision had an awareness of their physical context. In an isolated southern town of maybe 1,000 people, maybe a church vision should not be based on extreme numerical growth above 1,000 people in the church. For a family with maybe uh, two or three unathletic children, maybe the vision shouldn't have a large focus on athletic success and acclaim. A charitable organization that's serving a poverty-ravaged portion of a town or region should not include in their vision raising thousands of dollars from the people that they're trying to serve. It's not going to happen. We have to be aware of the very real limitations and restrictions that exist in our lives. If you start with God, the vision that he helps you find will be big enough and wild enough on its own without you ignoring the hard realities of your circumstances. It's okay to dream big. God is able, but imagine Shackleton having a vision of rescue that didn't factor in the ice, that didn't factor in the cold, that didn't factor in the food and the shelter. How would Shackleton's story ended if his vision didn't have a clear grasp of where they were and what they were dealing with? Don't ignore the reality around you. Face the problems in front of you. Jim Collins, in his book, Good to Great, talks about how great leaders, he calls them level five leaders, and companies that go from good to great have an unrelenting faith and confidence that they can accomplish their goals, they can do what they set out to do, but they are also very aware of the real problems and issues that are in the way, and they deal with them in very honest and unique ways. He says you can't be great and ignore the realities of the world in front of you. It takes faith, and it takes hard looks at what is in front of you to successfully follow your vision into something special and spectacular. It wasn't a piece of equipment or source of supplies that ultimately provided what the survivors needed to make it home. It was a clear vision of what they wanted to do and what it might look like that pushed them and guided their actions every single day for two years until they were all rescued. A good vision will help you make great choices. It will help you say no to the wrong opportunities. It will focus your mind and your energy. It will inspire others around you. It will anchor the day-to-day -day monotony to a great purpose. Ask God to help you find a vision for your life, for your family, for your church, for your business, for your organization, and follow that vision to something special. You have to find a vision for the things that matter in your life. Without the vision, without the revelation from God, you will perish. You will make choices that don't make sense for what God wants for your life. Find the vision. Hope that inspires you and encourages you. I hope you really enjoyed that. Take it with you throughout the day, throughout the week, and use it. Love you guys. Talk to you next time.